This is Viterbi Voices, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more. Directly from our students, faculty, and other members of our engineering community. All right here at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. Welcome back into Viterbi Voices. My name is Paul Ledesma. I'm the Director of Undergraduate Admission at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. And my name is Audrey Roberts. I'm a senior studying mechanical engineering here at USC. And as usual, uh, we are your hosts for this uh, continuing quarantine edition of Viterbi Voices, the podcast. Thanks again for, for uh, downloading this episode and tuning in. What do we got on tap for them today, Audrey? Yeah, so this is a super great episode um, that is an interview with the co-president of QUEST at USC. So QUEST stands for Queers in Engineering, Science, and Technology. Um, So it's a group where um, students who identify with this community can um, find like social, professional, and academic communities. I think it's a really great organization to highlight. Absolutely. The LGBTQ plus community at USC is incredibly strong and incredibly strong in the Viterbi School of Engineering. And we always get, uh, what I'm really excited about is that we are getting more and more questions from high school students that are asking us about the LGBTQ plus community. And just a few years ago, we would never be asked these types of questions. So I'm really excited about the spotlight we're able to shine on to Quest and to our students and how they find community and how they build community and also how they progress uh, through their careers. And so there's a lot of stuff to talk about there with some fantastic, great uh, community, professional communities outside of that, like out for engineering. So uh, let's, let's get out of the way and uh, Audrey, take it from here. My name's Nick. I'm a junior studying chemical engineering and I am co-president of Quest which stands for Careers in Engineering, Science, and Technology. Awesome. Thank you. What about you, Maddie? Um, I'm Maddie. I use they, them pronouns. I am a junior studying biomedical engineering, and I am the other co-president of Quest, which is, as Nick said, <laughs> Careers in Engineering, Science, and Technology. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for being here. I'm super excited um, to have you on the podcast, and I know our, our listeners are too. So to start off, can you just tell me a little bit about Quest and, and what your organization is? Sure, I'll start with that. Um, first, I forgot to mention my pronouns before. Uh, my pronouns are he and him. So Quest is a space for LGBTQ engineers at, uh, at Viterbi, as well as um, other various STEM majors throughout the school. And it's a place where we have academic, social, and professional support for our community. We will host recruiting events with companies. Um, We will help uh, hold professional development workshops. And we will hold things like study nights and study help sessions and all those other things that are designed to sort of bridge the natural barriers that a lot of queer people face in the academic and professional spheres because coming from an underrepresented group means that you are often um, given the short end of the stick in a lot of ways. So we try to provide those services to help bridge that gap. But it's also useful as a social space because we'll, we'll get together, we'll study together, we'll play games together, um, 
and vir virtually that that turns into like us sending memes to a group chat and things like that but it's such a good space to be in for a lot of people because for a lot of queer people the queer community is your second family and we have the unique position of not only being able to mutually understand the queer experience but also being able to complain about math homework together with each other so the beauty in it comes in this close-knit community where you're able to make really personal connections with people and get to know each other when you have similar experiences to bond over maddie do you have anything to add um i did also want to add we are a chapter of the national organization ostem so on top of having that local community where we can just kind of vibe and like play cursed songs on our discord server <laughs> for literally an hour straight um we also have this opportunity to be part of this national community where we can we go to conferences every year and it's just some it's just something like coming home a little bit you know because there's a whole sense of yes i know that we are within this bubble within this like little la california bubble and we know that like people are accepting but like it's really quest just gives a lot of opportunities to like understand that there are so many other people out there and that like you are not alone and like you are completely valid in the way that you are so yeah that's awesome well thank you so much for that introduction and and maybe um before we sort of get into some more questions about uh, um, the organizations and its specifics, I think one cool thing you you mentioned was it's a community for academic, professional, and kind of like social. Um, and it, I think that's a really awesome part of your organization. Do you want to start off by talking a little bit about kind of like the professional element? I know you're partnered with different um, companies as sponsors. How does that work? Um, and what does that mean for students kind of after graduation? Are they still connected to the organization? So. Our sponsorships and partnerships with external companies work in many different ways. Um, they fund us, which is nice. But beyond that, um, the main resource is networking because we will have a lot of specific Quest-only recruiting events. And those are nice places to not only, you know, have an in at a at a certain company or get individualized like resume advice and advice on how to apply but those are also really good conversation really good venues to have a conversation about what it's like being queer in the workplace so a lot of these recruiting events end up turning into people telling us stories about coming out to their coworkers, and they expected the environment to be accepting but it wasn't or they expected it to not be accepting it was and specifically rem i remember as a freshman the first quest event i attended was a boeing event and that was very eye-opening eye for me because the um whoever our contact was at boeing he told us about how he ended up in a working as an engineer in a factory in alabama and he expected things in Alabama to be a certain way and the attitudes in the company to be a certain way, but it turned out to be pleasantly surprising for him, surprising in a good way. So I think those kinds of stories are really important for people entering the engineering world to hear that, sure, there are still reasons to be 
a little bit cautious, but that the world is becoming a lot more accepting about who you are. And I think that is one of the most valuable things we get out of these corporate events that we have. That's amazing. I love that. I think it's, I think it's so cool to, to sort of have a platform for those sort of stories, as you said. Do you feel like other sort of recruiting events at USC, you would be able to get that? Or is Quest really what, what brings that to students um, kind of solely almost? So I think that the, the intimacy of Quest definitely leads itself to having more honest and open conversations with recruiters where they're not funneled through the career center, mm-hmm. which is amazing at USC, but it's not really the like recruiting events and career fairs with hundreds of people there are not conducive to those types of nuanced, difficult conversations that we tend to have. So I would say, yes, Quest is a unique place on this campus for that specific thing. And I guess taking a step back, just how many people are part of your organization to just to give people an idea of the scale? For people like as during COVID times, obviously it's a little bit difficult to like gauge membership, but we do have like 20-ish people for good meetings. And then on our Discord, we have more people who are active. So I think we have maybe 67-ish members. Awesome. I guess that kind of leads you to another question. What does Quest and your community look like uh, in this virtual space? It's a lot of memes. It, it's just a lot of memes. Like, <laughs> I'll, open, <laughs> I'll open the Discord. It's fantastic. I'll wake up, open the Discord, and like five memes off the bat. I'm like, this is the best way to start my day. And then like I mentioned this a little bit before, but um, it gives us a lot of opportunities to kind of have more spontaneous events where we can be like, hey, guys, just come hang out with us. Um, literally yesterday or two days ago, I went into the general chat and was like, hey, come join me for some cursed songs. And I just played 14 Toad Sing songs for like an hour straight. It was fantastic. And people actually joined me. Um, so that's like a little bit more on like the spontaneous side. Um, for like planned events, we have a lot of obviously like game nights, movie nights, that kind of thing. Um, our next meeting is actually going to be um, a bake night. So we're going to like send everyone a little simple recipe and it's going to be really cute. And we're just going to bake together and it'll be really fun. That's awesome. So I guess, and that kind of touches on sort of that other sphere of community, like a social community. What has that meant to both of you during your experience um, at USC? I would definitely say that I personally am not the kind of person who needs a space like Quest because I was somebody who was very comfortable in my identity by the time that I got to college. I had already, you know, gone through all that in high school. And for me, Quest is a space where I can chill with my friends in a very like low stress area when you're in when you're in a a space with other queer people you kind of get to let your guard down and you don't really have to be as guarded in the ways you talk about certain issues whether they are like queer specific problems or even like certain political issues it's just everyone knows that you're going to be on the same page and that you well, the bare minimum is you know that your identity is going to be respected in a career space. So that is something that 
is makes this kind of social interaction just so much easier. And I know Quest is good at that for me. And so I really hope it is there for the people who aren't weren't like me and coming into college and didn't have this strong sense of identity. And I've even virtually it's lent itself to a lot of conversations with people where they are struggling with their identity and just need to talk to somebody else about it who immediately gets it. Like somebody will just pop in the Discord and say, Hey, I came out to my mom today. And you immediately know that there's 10 people who are going to respond to say, I know exactly how that feels like, and I'm happy for you, and I hope it went well. So, yeah, I think it's it's really affirming to have a kind of space like that. And I hope it, the reason why, like, I care about this club so much is because that can be so meaningful to so many people. Do you have anything to add, Maddie? Yeah, I I was a little bit different on in terms of like the coming out journey and everything. Um, I had most of the whole like sexuality thing figured out by high school. I say most because I still don't have it figured out, but that's, <laughs> that's just me, you know? Um, but like gender, who, who is she? Who are they? Like, I don't understand it. Um, it's having quests there for me. It meant like so much, so much. And it was, I like came to USC on my first time and they're trying. I understand that like the orientation, like people are trying, they had their whole pronoun spiel. Um, the first time I tried to come out with my pronouns and use they them pronouns for the first time, um, I kind of got like laughed off a little bit. Like it wasn't, it wasn't full on like, haha, like you're using different pronouns, but it was more of an uncomfortable silence. And then immediately going back to my other, like my whatever pronouns that they think that I look like. Um, but like being in Quest, it was like knowing that that wouldn't happen or it wouldn't happen as much and I would feel comfortable correcting someone if it were to happen. Um, so having that space where I can just kind of relax a little bit and not have to be constantly on edge about, oh, is this person going to be wacky about my pronouns? Like, or is this... or yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole deal. Um, but like everything Nick said, I agree with, like, it's just a really great place to like have that community and like dealing with like queer issues. And it just means a lot, you know, like having even the casual memes that's like, oh yes, <laughs> gay times, you know? Um, but <laughs> it's just, it, it means a lot both in like this the serious issue side and also like the fun social side um it's it's just a good space and it's supported me through a lot of my college struggles hey y'all sorry for the interruption but i wanted to let you know that we have a number of 
campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit, where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it, and it's happening all summer long. But get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit. Hope to see you soon. Well, thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. And a good good reminder for all of us, too, to, to be cognizant of these things. I mean, I've noticed, at least even at my time at USC, I feel like so much more often now people include their pronouns in their email signatures or in their LinkedIn profiles or things like that. And I'm so terrible about it. It's something I need to do better with by always sort of introducing yourself with those. But um, so thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Um, so I guess I'd love to hear kind of how both of you found Quest um, coming into USC. Um, is it, you know, something you found at the involvement fair or something like that? How, how, how did you learn about this organization? So for me, I, I, I'm from Texas. Um, I'm from a suburb in Texas that is very notorious for not necessarily being super, super progressive. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm leaving this place. I'm going to California. Um, but so, okay. With that came like involvement fair and involvement fair came for me like seeing the rainbow flags and just beelining it to whichever table had a rainbow flag on it I was like okay I'm so ready just to be out and like to have this over with and not to have to like hide anything anymore so I found quest through the involvement fair I was like actively looking for queer spaces to be involved in and like kind of like a new community to join um but yeah that was kind of find us at involvement fair <laughs> Awesome. What about you, Nick? I also found Quest at the Involvement Fair, but kind of, and it was a new space for me for a different reason than for Maddie. Um, I, when I entered USC, I actually wasn't an engineering major. So I came in as a business major and um, I was pretty sure I was going to end up switching to engineering, but I didn't really Obviously, as a freshman, I wasn't 100% sure about anything, but I knew that a good way to get a sense of like what engineering life would be like would be to you know join an engineering club. So I had a quest just happened to be that um, merge of identities for me where I was like, okay, I definitely want to end up joining um, a couple of queer clubs while I'm on campus. And this could also be a great space to learn about you know engineers and meet engineers and ask them how their classes are and stuff like that and the first couple quest events that i went to i just loved the community so much everyone was super comfortable with each other and everyone everyone was a bunch of nerds <laughs> and that was so cool to me and that that they really even though you know everyone complained about their classes and stuff they really truly felt like they belonged there and it felt like a place where a community that I could belong to. So Quest was definitely instrumental in helping me immediately realize that I should switch to engineering as soon as possible. That's awesome. And it kind of 
brings up another question. So you talked about other like clubs for queer people on campus. What do you think sort of the engineering element brings into it? I mean, obviously there's what you were talking about before, where I think in engineering, of course, is a, an industry that historically hasn't been welcoming to, to underrepresented communities. Um, yeah, what element does that science and technology and engineering bring into Quest that just makes the community um, so special? For me, it, this is not like a, like a super serious answer, but like the science memes, top tier. Like queer science memes, beyond. So I, and it's just really a good place to like, again, I have turned into a like Discord, like, I don't know, just I'm on Discord all the time now since COVID Didn't started. Didn't I have to convince you? Yes, you did, because Discord? I was like, Discord, yeah. absolutely not. But now I'm just like, hmm, let me go check Discord. No. Um, so someone sent me this meme of like DNA helicase unzipping, but like to, but the, but to like, the song shooting star was in the background and i was like this is hilarious who else is going to get this and i was like oh i have like an entire audience of queer folks who are thirsty for science memes just like i am so then i sent it to the chat and everyone was like wow dna helicase kind of be unzipping those jeans though and i was like yes <laughs> but that's i know it's not like probably as serious of an answer um but that's just like on the fun aspect of it. Oh, memes are important. That should definitely be a consideration in any club anyone joins. So, yeah, I'm not sure if I have a more serious answer than that. I, it's a great place to, like, for me, it just the people in the organization have the same goals as me. They, you know ideally want to do really cool things with their engineering degrees or their STEM degrees. So being able to just like talk to people about super what's the word like really specific things that no one else would even consider talking about. And I think that that is something that I found really cool about Quest. Great. And for those of you who don't know, Discord is kind of like a kind of like Slack, but with a little a little more more to it, right? <laughs> it's essentially a social version of Slack. Yeah. And it was something that we started this year to um, increase our virtual presence because to make up for the fact that we can't have in-person meetings. And it we use it to replace our group me app, which was becoming overwhelming with the amount of text people were sending to one group chat. So Discord is very nice because you can organize things into specific uh, groups and I can mute the TikTok channel if I don't <laughs> see all the TikToks that people are sending. <laughs> but it's just give, realizing that the community that we've built is so strong that if you give people the space to have like dozens of different um, group chat channels to talk about things and then they start using it and people get enthusiastic about everything is so cool to see yeah I love how our community has grown despite all the challenges we face this year totally that makes sense yeah it's cool to see I, I think a lot of orgs um, can kind of relate to this too to see sort of the same vibrancy 
of communities sort of shifting online. I think that's something we're all nervous about, you know, how can we connect with others? You know, how can we feel those safe space, safe place, safe spaces? Um, and I think it, Discord seems like uh, it's working well for you, so that's awesome. Seems like the memes are still coming in. So <laughs> um, I guess sort of pivoting a little bit, I know Maddie mentioned this at the beginning, but um, have either of you been to the OSTEM conference? Can you talk a little bit about what those are like? The two conferences that Quest is most, or two or three that we're most kind of associated with is obviously one, the OSTEM conference, since we are a chapter of OSTEM. We are also, we also attended the Noggle Stop conference. So that's the National Organization of Gay, Lesbian, and Transgender Science Professionals, I believe. Um, wait, National Organization of gay and lesbian science and technology technological professionals you got it yes noggle stop congratulations um thank you uh we also are pretty involved with um or pretty heavily like associated with o for you since we have a couple of people who like have graduated to become on like the admissions board um o for you engineering especially o for you is like out for undergrad um and that's like a special like engineering conference for queer people um, there's also out for out for undergrad for um, technology and business and marketing, but as like a mostly engineering based org, we send people mostly to engineering, sometimes to technology. Um, going back to OSTEM though, um, it me and Nick both went. It was in Michigan last year. Fun side story: we saw one of the Hemsworths. <laughs> Like when we were walking there, I don't that. know why, and I Wait, don't know Liam. like, at Liam. We, okay. Yeah, we. I okay. Listen, I've lived in California for like three years now. I've never seen a celebrity. We go to Detroit for one weekend, and Maddie and I are like three hours late to the conference, and we're walking through the streets of Detroit. It's like twenty degrees out, and we nearly run into Liam Hemsworth because he's he's filming some action movie where he's jogging down the street. Gosh, did you get in the shot? The camera. No, I don't think somebody pushed us out of the way before we could. <laughs> it was whacked. I saw him at the hotel afterwards oh, too. Wow. You did? I did, but I didn't like talk to him because I was like, I don't actually, I've, I've never, I don't know who he is really. <laughs> I only knew because Nick was like, "Is that someone famous?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> um, but conference itself, um, it was a super affirming time, like. I mentioned it was it was kind of for me similar to going to Pride for the first time because um, I again recently moved to California. Um, I went to my first Pride a couple of years ago. It was in San Francisco. I went by myself because I didn't want my parents with me, um, and I just kind of like stood there amongst all the queer folks and all the like allies. And it was it was just like coming home and like being part of a family. I cried a little bit. Don't tell anyone. Um, and OSTEM was similar. Like you walk into like the hotel or the venue or wherever they're holding the conference, and you just you realize that you're surrounded by people who like understand you, who understand your struggle on not just like being an engineer or being in STEM or like having to like deal with all of that pressure, but they also understand like the struggles of being queer, like having to go through that phase where you like figure out your identity or having to go through that phase where you're kind of maybe on the outs with your family because you came out and they're not maybe the most supportive um so it's it's a lot of community and it's a lot of understanding like oh like 
maybe I do belong somewhere and like maybe this is somewhere that like I can feel safe and I can feel like I have found someone or people or like a group that really understands me for who I am um I think Nick can speak more on like in terms of like the professional development side of it yeah well I, I got very sick during Ostom conference so I don't remember much of it but definitely it was a great opportunity to network with people from companies there's a lot of um there's a big career fair and that's a great time to just have a lot of super casual conversations with recruiters because the 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 base of people there is very small so you get to have the more intimate conversations and some of them I mean, some of them weren't queer, but some of them were queer and were able to talk about that. And that led to good conversations. And then they had a, a lot of workshops there that are about whether they're panels about being queer in the workforce or some more queer focused professional things like how to run a diversity training. And those things that I thought were would never, ever come up or be so would never find somebody who is so knowledgeable about this enough to give an hour and a half talk but they did and so those things are it's a great place for sharing ideas and sharing how to exist in the workplace as a queer person that's great thank you for sharing and and just you talking about that made me think what are the ways in which you think um, I guess just the engineering community can sort of do better, whether it be the engineering community at USC, the professional engineering community, to sort of be more inclusive of the queer community and and you know bring bring everyone in. What do you think? Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. Okay. So I love that you asked this question um, because we are currently, working with um, the Student Affairs Division at Viterbi to introduce a diversity and bias training for all Viterbi student leaders. And I don't know how much is, I don't know what is set in stone yet and how much I can talk about it, but it looks to be a really exciting thing where we're going to have facilitators come in and ask student leaders to examine how they are running their clubs and whether or not they're being inclusive to um, underrepresented students in those clubs. And I think that as student leaders in Viterbi, it is our prerogative to be a good example. And if we internalize those biases and discriminatory practices, that are in a lot of our society today, we'll pass it on to the rest of the community, and that's bad. But on the flip side, if um, we start making 
decisions that are healthier for our communities and we learn how to use language that is more inclusive and makes other people feel welcome, then it'll have a ripple effect where the entire culture at Turvey will become more accepting. And those of us who feel slightly ostracized will feel a little bit more comfortable. So the number one thing that I think people in the Viterbi community can do, specifically student leaders, I should say, is when you go to that training, realize how important it is and not only be there, but be present because recognize that this is something that is important to minority communities in your in that are subsets of your community, meaning it's important to every, everybody. Maddie, do you have anything to add? Um, in terms of like not kind of taking a step back and looking at it more of like as a community-wide thing, um, like education I know is definitely important and definitely proud of all the work that everyone's been doing in terms of the diversity training. Um, but like even just like casually, like individuals can go and like, if they have questions, Google exists. Um, one of the big things that I just constantly advocate for because I have had too many experiences is like pronouns in like email signatures or like introducing yourself with your pronouns, especially if you are an ally or especially if you are cisgender. Um, like letting everyone know that like and normalizing it so that people who don't use like the the typical binary pronouns she, her, he, him. Um, feel a little bit more comfortable to come out. I know for me, um, I've reached the point where I no longer care if people give me weird looks. So like I have no problems with being the first one to introduce myself with my pronouns. And um, but I know that a lot of other um, gender nonconforming folks might have a little bit of like a stress or anxiety around that. So like just understanding that even the small gestures can like mean so much for so many different people. Um, like wholesome story. Um, I recently like got placed under a new postdoc in my lab and within the first maybe like 10, 15 minutes of knowing her, she had like, she had gone over all the stuff that we had to do for the lab and everything. Um, but then she asked me like, oh, so I saw that you use they, them pronouns in your email bio um, or like your email signature. Is that something, like, I just wanted to check, is that something that you're still comfortable with? And I said, yes. And she was like, great. And then she said, if there is anything I can do, if anyone in the lab is making you uncomfortable or misgendering you at all at any point, let me know and I will have a talk with them about it. And I think that was probably one of the nicest things that anyone has ever done for me in my life ever. Um, I just like, I like hung up that call and I was like, whoa, like people like that exist. <laughs> like, um, and it it was just things like that. Like if you, if you see someone who might not be in a position of like extreme authority or like power, not even like, cause I'm an undergrad in the lab, right? So I don't, I went through the last semester not really saying anything because I was like, well, I don't really want to interrupt the flow of this like super important research um but like if you are a graduate student if you are a postdoctoral student even if you're like a pi or like a professor like 
noticing those things and like obviously asking the person about it if they're comfortable with you intervening on their behalf um but like even just like having those conversations means so much yeah yeah i we all need i need to do this we need to put our pronouns in our zoom names too it's so important i'm looking at mine and it's missing missing them so i i think that's such a good call out and um it just like you said for for people we should all do it we should all do it so and i think too kind of going back to nick's point um like it's great that quest is this amazing community for queer people in the turby but all of our student orgs should be so i think um it's awesome that you guys are working with leadership to make sure um this level of inclusion is involved in in every club at usc and especially in Viterbi um, and spaces like these. So thank you for, for, for all of that. I really appreciate it. Um, and so I guess kind of that leads me to sort of my next question. As leaders of this organization, what are the ways in which you've seen, um, I guess, Quest evolve over, over your time at USC? And, and what are you hoping for, for Quest to be in the next year or so? <laughs> I have another, another uh, tough one, but... <laughs> I can start on this first. I know me and Nick have talked extensively about this, um, and we could probably talk for hours about this, but <laughs> try to keep it try to keep it a little bit shorter. Um, for me, I mentioned before I'm a biomedical engineer, um, but I'm also a pre-med. I'm covering my eyes and looking away. Um, but that is also like one of my goals for Quest is to kind of branch out. I know that we are a mostly Viterbi org. Um, over 50% of our students are Viterbi. Um, however, um, we are, I've seen a lot of people from like Dornsife and like soft sciences. So like psych and social and like architecture even start joining. And I really love to see that kind of branching out into other STEM spaces because I want it to be known that we are not just an engineering club. We are a club for like everyone who is interested in STEM or like is even like if you're a business major and you're taking one math class and you want to complain about it with someone, come come join us. Like we can we can vibe on that. Like we know how it feels to take calculus and like suck at it. Or speaking, I'll speak for myself. I know how to feel. I know how it feels to take calculus and suck at it. Um, but mention calculus and then everything is. It's yeah. Um, it's just. Sorry, my mind just like lost lost focus <laughs> real quick um i thought of calculus and i was like derivatives um what was i saying goals right so <laughs> i want to like branch out and again as like a pre-med pre-health i know um i'm looking to kind of enter that sphere with quest a little bit more and also start to branch out into graduate spheres like so the pre-grad community um, even within Viterbi and within engineering, we have had a big focus on like industry, which is super great because people get jobs and then they get paid, which is always fantastic. Um, but I want to kind of branch out into the more of the pre-academia side. So people who are not as interested in going into industry and who want to pursue careers in academia or they want to go to medical school. And I think it's super important for us to kind of encompass that one because there is no queer organization solely for pre-medical students on campus um and i 
have seen so many of like my queer pre-health friends like drop drop the track and I don't want that to be happening so much because we do need more queer doctors and we do need more people who like understand like trans struggles and queer struggles um, in the medical field. So that's one of my big goals is to kind of increase that sort of outreach and make sure that we have more queer retention in pre-academia spaces. I definitely want to add a little bit of context and say that Quest is a relatively young org. We've only been around for five or six years. And I think that it was a struggle for a lot of previous generations of Quest to even maintain the org at all and create a social space. So we owe a lot of to them, but that has given us the ability to really expand and hopefully not only expand our our base of students by being more open to majors. We're really trying to increase into the graduate sphere as well and recruit more graduate people into our org. Um, recruit is the wrong word. Anyone can join if you want to. <laughs> Please join. <laughs> but with that, we also want to make sure that we're doing, now that we have this space, now that we have this community, one of my personal goals is to make sure that we're doing more meaningful events. So the social aspects and the professional aspect of Quest have translated really beautifully to a virtual setting, in my opinion. But one goal I have for this year is to sort of figure out how we can transfer our activism and volunteering that we used to do a lot to a virtual space. Um, we have a tradition of doing fundraisers for the LA LGBT Center. You would, I'm sure you've seen me before outside Levy Library selling donuts and harassing people to come buy our donuts. But, and we've done things like voter registration drives, but definitely is a goal of mine to see how can we do that virtually? How can we continue that into the future? Because Quest has a huge, population of people who are really passionate about making a difference in the world and we're going to figure out how to harness that and we've been making some steps just this summer we um we did a donation drive for the okra project which is a fantastic um black run nonprofit that um uh, provides food for black trans people and we raised uh, two thousand dollars and that was a a great sign that our community really wants to do meaningful work and i want to be able to facilitate more of that in the future that's amazing i think both of you and your organization um, are clearly doing some some great work um i guess kind of as we wrap up um is there anything else you want people to know about quest or more specifically do you have any advice or any anything you'd like kind of high school seniors or juniors in this community to know sort of as they begin um, begin the, the process of kind of move, moving on to, to school and maybe studying engineering? So my number one advice to freshmen in general, but particularly to queer freshmen, is don't be afraid to reach out. Especially if you're a queer freshman who is at all interested in STEM. The space that Quest provides is designed for you. And you don't have to, we purposely make the boundaries of Quest vague. Like 
you can be any STEM-related major and come in. You do not have to explicitly say that you're queer to come to our events. There's no roster, there's no registering or applying request. This is low commitment for you. It doesn't, expressing interest in quest doesn't say anything about you as a person and you will be immediately accepted into a family. Somebody, a group of people who care about you and want to help you. And I know personally, if anyone reached out to me, I would be willing to drop everything and give them some advice, um, help them work through their identity because I've been there. And everyone at Quest would do the same because we've all been there. So please, please don't be afraid to reach out. Kind of going off of what Nick said, like I 100% agree with that statement about reaching out, like even if you're not planning on coming to USC, even if you're a junior or a senior in high school and like you want advice on like, oh, so how is like, are you, do you come out on your college applications? Do you not come out on your college applications? Those kinds of questions. Um, I would always be down to help anyone, even if you like slid in my DMs on Instagram, like <laughs> um, I'm not going to self-promo there because <laughs> my Instagram is inactive, but um, I do want to say that, yes, it is the same thing. Like we are 100% there to support queer folks, even if they are not in STEM, even if they are not out, um, even if you just want to like find a family to vibe in, like that's what we're here for. Um, I do want to like add on that everything at your own pace. So if you're not, if you're like a freshman, like I know I came in with the mentality that like, oh, I'm going to shed my like, my straight like outer facade and I'm going to become the gay person of my dreams in high and in college. But I know that a lot of people don't necessarily have that same mentality. Um, so everything at your own pace. Um, if you come into college and you think, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not comfortable with coming out and I need a little bit more time. Like, don't be afraid to take that time for yourself. And like, you can always reach out to Quest privately. We're pretty discreet. I would say like, if someone doesn't want to be seen or like, if they don't want other people to know that they're in the org, we're never going to give out information like that. Especially since like, it also violates a couple of school rules. <laughs> Um, so like it is a safe space and it is here for you and feel free to reach out when, when, and if you are comfortable with it and know that we will be here and that's, that's the best advice I can give. <laughs> so you're saying as you saw that scene in Love, Simon, where he was daydreaming about going to a, a, a college in California and everyone was dancing and he was like waving pride flags around and that's what you wanted your college experience to be like I saw that and I and I was like those filmmakers they knew me they knew me I should have copyrighted that scene in my dream when I had the chance um no that's exactly what I'm saying I also went and saw it with like <laughs> I, I was like the only person in the theater with like this other girl and it was 
it was a good it was a good time two people left in the middle of the showing i'm not sure if it was before or after the college pride scene but it might have been <laughs> i don't know so basically you can have that experience at quest if you want to <laughs> yes i have yeah speaking from personal experience like i have never looked more queer or like <laughs> act in more queer than when i have been in the quest like space Nick can 100% confirm. And sometimes it's a good thing. It's always a good sometimes, thing. Sometimes <laughs> I get a little bit, I get a little bit wacky, get a little bit wild. That, that, that's um, your fault though. That's not Quest's fault. That, that's, that's true. That's my fault. Uh, I walked in on one of our meetings wearing like purple pants and purple Crocs and I, I have never felt more powerful ever in my life. Um, well, thank you both so much. If there's anything else um, you want to add, I'll definitely be sure to include um, any. Yeah, go for it, Nick. Follow us on Instagram at USC underscore quest. All right, that's a great note to end it on. Follow at USC underscore quest if you didn't get that on Instagram. So, well, thank you both. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Maddie. And we're back. That was a really fun conversation for me to be a part of. Absolutely. So if you are interested in, you know, pursuing and building community uh, in the LGBTQ plus community, there's a lot of resources that we should point you to. I mean, just Google USC LGBTQ. Uh, there are some fantastic resources in USC Student Affairs, university wide, obviously in the School of Engineering with Quest as a um, uh, as a as a student community, but also in our Center for Engineering Diversity, there's a lot of resources and support there. Uh, and I think the one thing that I would want everybody to know is that USC is an incredibly diverse place, and students are uh, working to kind of make sure that everybody is successful, regardless of where you come from, what you believe, what you think. And uh, that's one of my favorite parts about this place. Yeah, definitely a, a great uh, a great place to be with regard to to that sort of community. So thanks for for having this conversation with me <laughs> absolutely all right well let's get out of the way we'll, we'll be back uh, in your ear in your ear pods sometime soon hey.